Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Lucius Fox. Check it out. See, heard it so many times, it's awesome. <laughs> hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Jeremy and Paul from Lucius Fox. How are you guys doing? Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. I'm doing fantastic. And we've got fans. We've got uh, John, Brandon, Robbie, and Kate Maiden. How are you guys doing? Good. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on Fans with Bands. Um, the, the funny thing is, is like uh, I put a, a post on Facebook saying, hey, um, who should I, you know, what, which Michigan band should I reach out to and try to get them on Fans with Bands? And you guys came up multiple times. And I was like, how the fuck do I not know who Lucius Fox is? So then I went, <laughs> you know, the, the beauty of Bandcamp, where you know where you can go buy stuff and listen. Um, so I listened to your music and I was like, holy crap, this is crazy. It's wild and it's awesome. And I was like, all right, well, I got to get a hold of you guys. And you guys are, you know, nice enough to be on. So thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, that's, that's really cool to hear. Too. Yeah. Um, so you kind of did get things going. I'm interested in the, the evolution of Lucius Fox. Like, how did you come up with the name? How did the band start? I, I know, Jeremy, you are kind of the, the linchpin when, from looking back in the recordings, you know, drummers have come and gone, except Paul's been on the last couple, I think, but um, yeah. So maybe give us the backstory on Lucius Fox. Yeah. So I, uh, I was in a band in college. There was like a pop punk band called Basement Shark Attack. That was really fun. Um, but when we were all graduating, we went separate ways and I was hoping to do something uh, new or like something, continue doing stuff with music. Um, I went to Michigan State and then I moved back to Kalamazoo. So when I got back here, um, I'd started kind of writing stuff and I met up with uh, one of my really good friends from just like growing up uh, elementary, middle school, high school, uh, Alex Guzman, and we started jamming and playing stuff together and then we um i had just like a show that i booked on my own with another band and then we ended up kind of getting together and playing that show and then we just kind of kept doing it and that became lucius fox um i'd been like bouncing around ideas for band names and stuff and i was trying uh -huh. to come up with something super profound but then <laughs> I, I i'm a huge fan of the the christopher nolan batman movies and the dark oh, Knight cool. rises had come out like a couple of years previous to that so i ended up just going with lucius fox because it doesn't really get much cooler than lucius fox yeah um but yeah so we started we started playing stuff and uh we both were kind of gravitating more towards like heavier like instrumental music so we mm -hmm. did that and then he ended up uh just needing to focus on other stuff and then john fleming played drums for a little bit um really really talented drummer and then uh, he had to focus on other things. And then uh, I'd been playing with Paul in a band called Portager and I'd, I'd known him for a few years from just playing shows uh, around West Michigan and mid Michigan. And uh, he stepped up and it's been really cool playing with him ever since. Awesome, very cool. Yeah. Well, when I was listening to um, the, I think the new EP is, uh, or at least the latest is, is Red Giant, right? Yeah. And, and then um, I, I was practicing trying to say this word, uh, the, the quaternary panorama. Um, yeah. Yeah, that works. You got it. <laughs> right. 
And uh, success. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so um, I I was listening to that music and I was thinking of like one the evolution of it, but also thinking of like the themes that you guys have in there, where it's like it's like really big themes, like a, a lot of science, a lot of history. Um, and I'm curious, how does the music like so? I get some of the concepts and I can kind of visualize some of those things when I'm listening to the music, but I'm wondering like when you're creating that music, are you thinking of like, all right, I've been reading about red giant giants and I want to explore what that sounds like, or is it more like I create this music and then I think, you know, this is a cosmic event, like a red giant, you know, preparing to supernova. Uh, it's, it kind of goes both ways. Uh, definitely there's times where I'll, I'll really intentionally write something in a specific way, or I'll come in with an idea and talk to Paul about, yeah, I want this to sound just super gross and big and ugly. <laughs> um, but then other times we'll like, there, there'll be portions of songs that kind of, uh, like change or, or grow out of us jamming on it. And, uh, kind of works out. I feel like with, so we're, we're in the process of recording a new album it's almost done oh cool um and like some of the songs for that like i was very intentional about writing them a specific way but then other songs are just more like here's a thing that we're working on and i feel like as we've jammed on it and played it more it's kind of like changed the feel of it but especially oh. with quaternary panorama a lot of it i was i was writing very deliberately to sound like specific things like the the first track on that is called carved by glaciers and it just starts out with this just really just like meaty like heavy low like yeah doomy riff and i was trying to just sound make a guitar sound as much like a glacier just like carving into the earth as possible yeah that's cool i mean because um that's what the the titles for me created imagery as i listened to the music so i, I thought it was very cool how that worked and i was just curious of, about the you know the evolution of those um so yeah. So fans with bands is 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 just about me asking you guys questions for an opportunity for your fans to get in there and ask you guys some questions. So um, Brandon, John, uh, Kate Maiden, Robbie, Mackenzie is uh, just added. Anybody got any questions? Are we going to play music together again? <laughs> man, I hope so. <laughs> That's uh, got to happen, was... man. <laughs> I was just uh, I was just talking to Papa Pete. I'll, I'll I'll talk to you soon. But I was just oh. talking to Papa Pete's about trying to get something going in in like May or June, and I'd love to play with Animal Crawler. I oh, yeah, man. need so, to play with y'all again. If you do it in it's May, to I gotta make. Yeah, we, we have uh, an Animal Crawler poster up here. Oh, awesome. Cool. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. If, awesome. Actually, well, so we we played together. Uh, it was actually Portager though. I think I think Lucius well, Fox was supposed to play, and then we, we couldn't. Played we played then, together with the right. Kalamazoo yeah. where um, they had like the oh, fancy sure. green room and everything. And we had like, yeah, she, yeah so we, we played that crazy big show. Um, it was, oh, that with it was like child bite, child bite, with child bite. Oh, yep. nice. and uh, oh, the hardcore band from, actor observer. Yeah. Actor observer. Yeah. That they was were a crazy show. It, there was like two touring bills going through and like stars aligned and, and not, uh, I remember talking to Ben Boggs about it, drink their blood plate as well. Oh, awesome. And we had like two different bills and we just smashed them in together into one. I was about to say, did Andor play too? I think Andor played. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They definitely did. 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was a really great show. I think that was June uh, 2019. Nice. That, was, that was a really good time. Nice. Well, I've, I have a special request that if you do this show at Papa Pete's, please don't do it uh, or do it after. Do do it in June because my May okay. is my May is booked up. So I'm deals. Just, I'm just making June it about it myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, that's the only that's the only important part of it. <laughs> But no, and Anvil Crawler, if you don't know Anvil Crawler, Anvil Crawler is the absolute truth. And they are one of my absolute favorite bands yeah. around in oh, general. Yeah. But well, their face is perpetually melting when yeah. they're playing. I think I saw you guys. Didn't Robbie, is it? At yeah, you, you uh, always passed yeah. and you took pictures of it us. It was awesome, so that man. Was, that oh was my a God. good show. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. But, uh, one of these uh one of these days we're gonna get together and we'll make that split happen that would be yes my next that's on my bucket list i want to do that i think for yeah. having two bands yeah. that are very same just all instrumental music it's it's perfect i like it a lot and i'm glad you guys exist yeah. you're like one of my favorite bands that i know personally you guys are amazing <laughs> awesome but <laughs> dude likewise you, yeah, <laughs> we, we feel exactly the same <laughs> right. it was fun i would hug you right now but i, I know man well, i, I would hug you too you're a solid dude both of you guys <laughs> <laughs> he had to walk away he's got to get it he's got to get a clean wipe the tears it's just really dry in here <laughs> i don't know getting me all emotional right now <laughs> now we're only, yeah. we're only 20 minutes in <laughs> oh man yeah. uh, <laughs> I, Anybody else have hard. questions for these it's guys? It's going to get more and more intense. I got a good question. Um, uh, Jeremy and Paul, uh, spit those wrecks at. What are, what are you guys listening to right now? Ooh. Mm. Paul, what are you listening to right now? <laughs> this is terrible because I'm not, we're in a heavy band and I'm never listening to anything heavy. Um, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I went thrifting uh, like last week and I found a promotional single in sync oh. <laughs> from no. 1990. And I, I was just like, I think I have to buy this because I had no idea in sync was on vinyl. So what? <laughs> not going to lie in sync. Uh, I want you back. Oh God. Or, I, oh, I oh, there you, you go. I was like, I have to do it. What's the, this is perfect. I forget, but yeah, I had to do that. Um, the very parcels. Been okay. listening to them a lot. Uh, they're kind of funkier, a little chill, cheeky um, funk, and a band called Criteria. I just got okay, gotcha. their newest album, so those are Sounds good. Probably the top three the last few weeks. Nice, yeah, I'll definitely. I, uh, have to I really a like little bit. do it. I really like the, the new Mitski <laughs> album that came out on Friday, really good. Uh, poppy really kind of like 80s retro sort of sound very good uh new pine grove came out on friday as well Some oh yeah good, yeah like country folky indie stuff cool and then yeah. a band called cloakroom they're uh like a doomy shoegaze band they put out an album called disillusion wave a couple weeks Ooh. ago and that's really oh, really wow. good too cloak also, wave Cloak, uh, that sounds cool. Cloak, cloak room. Cloak room. Cloak room. Oh, cloak room. Yeah, okay. I caught them opening for Russian Circles a few years ago, and they were really nice. good. Russian Russian circles. Circles. I, I, also, I just want to <clears throat> remind everybody how good of a band Matchbox Twenty is. 
I was, I was listening to <laughs> Matchbox 20 on my drive into work today. Uh, I agree. I agree. Banger after banger. Just just making sure everybody's aware that they're they're one of the best. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm glad uh, Rob Thomas. Thomas. I'm on the same page. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, you gotta love Rob Thomas because he went on to jam with Santana, right? So, I know, yeah. man. Smooth, smooth. God. Those what a banger! Absolutely. Riffs <laughs> for days. <laughs> Brandon, what have, Brandon uh, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, I should have been more prepared for this because I knew it was coming. Sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, um, for sure. Um, that came out like uh last year um from portland oregon some crazy like more doomy death metal stuff but it's they're long songs they're probably five six minute songs which is long for death metal yeah so um the new vertebra vertebra atlantis is also just just dissonant and just extremely sharp to the ear for sure crazy album artwork um also the album's called uh lustral purge and cerulean bliss so nice. that one's definitely Ooh. something cool to look into. Yeah. What, um, what are they called again? Uh, vertebra Atlantis. It's uh, vertebra, like V-E-R-T-E-B-R-A, yeah. and then Atlantis. Agoraphobic Solopsist. <laughs> <laughs> this is their most played track on Spotify. I'm going to jam it. Hell yeah. I'm not driving. Today was Matchbox 20. Tomorrow's going to be that. <laughs> that's awesome and then uh the new Archgoat album as well that i've been uh bumping to it's worship the eternal darkness just awesome just really old school blackened black and death metal that just it never gets old so uh, yeah black death metal yeah you gotta love it i love it black and death metal yeah good stuff yeah so let's go around the horn and get uh every whatever everybody else is listening to that because that sounds fun um robbie what are you listening to Man, I have been going back to <laughs> early corn and Deftones lately. Really? Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Just that whole kick has been like fueling my workouts, and I feel pretty good about it. Very cool. But I don't know. I have such a strange taste. For me, this is the first time that I've ever really listened to any corn or any Deftones. I never listened to them when they were like when I was younger. Really? And that's when they were big. Yeah. And I just had no interest. But now in my old age, I'm like, all right, I'll go and revisit this shit again. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it a lot. <laughs> oh, that's good. So are you enjoying so I'm curious about corn because I I, I like the first album and I totally lost interest after that. But the I first album and then Life is forward. Peachy. Life is Peachy is pretty good too. Oh. Those two records, those are the only ones. And then like, I cut off after that. It's like the first two and then done. <laughs> done. <laughs> it's kind of like Metallica, how you got the first four and then like, no, exactly. you're done. Yeah. I, that's it. That's all I got. You know, after Injustice <laughs> for All, I don't want anything else. <laughs> uh, cool. Oh, man. Uh, John, uh, how about you? Um, I have an eclectic taste. I lean more towards uh, funk, but uh, I do play some music in some of my classes. I work at Twin County Probation Center doing groups in Three Rivers, Michigan. And I like to pull up music sometimes. So I listen to, of course, a lot of rap there, which is fine. But uh, I like funk, P-funk, occasional heavy metal, Limp Biscuit, Jackson 5, uh, 
There you yes. go. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blimp Biscuit and Jackson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First time and last time you'll hear yes, the two the two words. <laughs> There's something to be said for a good pop song. I don't I don't care. I just sometimes it just catches you with a hook. I just <laughs> you know. that's that's awesome. Uh let's see. Um Mackenzie, how about you? What are you listening to? Are you there, Mackenzie? Oh, we can't hear you. I don't think your mic is on. Yeah. Sound of silence. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. What is it the Nevermore version or is it the actual um whoever the those guys are? You know, disturb oh no. That's that's a bummer to me. I'm sorry. That is a bummer. But <laughs> you had to fucking mention disturbed. I that's one band I just I never got. And I'm yeah. old, like, what I'm, the fuck? I'm right there. I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> man, every, it's every time it's, I see that guy doing some other thing because he did something with um, uh, what's the guitar player? The um, Nina. Uh, oh, Nina. Strauss. Oh yeah, yeah I know Nina what you're Strauss. talking about. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, why? This is so bad. <laughs> it's, it's just unnecessary. Yeah. Wait, is she the guitar player that plays with Alice Cooper? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's, she's a babe. Yeah, and she used to be in Iron <laughs> Maidens too. Yeah, Iron Maidens, yep. yeah. Oh yep. man, yep. Iron Maiden is my all-time favorite band ever. Yeah, they put on such a good show. Uh, Still have yet to see them one day. <clears throat> yeah, we got to hurry, man. They're getting old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As an old man myself, I'm just telling you guys, uh, go see them now because they don't have long. Um, so I'm anyway, <laughs> uh, how about uh, Hillary? How about you? What are you listening to? Are you there, Hillary? Nothing from Hillary. How about Kate Maiden? Iron Maiden? No. That's definitely a lurker right there because you got the book there and something. That's awesome. Uh, so, Kyle, we have six mic, degrees though. of separation right here because. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle, what's um, up, man? What's going on? Hey, Brandon. What's up, brother? So Good, man. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Chuck, you can tell this story, though. Yeah. So, the crazy thing is, is I know Kyle's mom, and I got an email from his mom saying, Hey, uh, Kyle sent me a message saying, uh, you know, is Chuck talking to Lucius Fox? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd actually seen Kyle because, you know, he's a, a damn good uh, guitar player. And you did some show in Ipsy, I think, right? Like, uh, maybe. Yeah, there was something. When I was like a preteen or something. Yeah, preteen. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were a very young man. And That's I was him. like, I was I was impressed then. But I went out there and, and checked it out. And so, yeah, it's like so wild yeah. that. Now this now. old old dude is here with this young man, and you know he knows Jeremy, and and he knows Brandon too. So what yeah, the hell? it's awesome. <laughs> Six degrees of separation. What am I listening to though? Yeah, does it have to be metal centric? Because no, mean, no, it's kind of the it's whatever you're listening okay. to right now. Yep, I'm I'm all over the place, honestly. But I was telling Jeremy the new Cat Bamboo album um, is pretty oh. interesting. Got a lot of like, there's like a samba groove in there in the middle of this like very genty section i'm just like this is so sick so oh, awesome. i think the song's called uh blackjack if y'all want to check it at some point but yeah um other than that magic city hippies just dropped an album it's very like indie funk i, I hate saying indie that's probably frowned upon here uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> miami miami funk basically with cool. just a lot of like folktronica in there so wow good stuff. what was that called uh my or Miami Magic City Hippies. 
Or, uh, that's an interesting band for a bit. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. Awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll yeah. gather up a so we, when when this comes out on the yeah. show notes, I'll put I'll try to find links to all these bands so everybody Sweet. can share it and Sweet. and get some uh, because I love the fact that you know everyone's got distinct interests in their music and you may not you may play a certain style but you listen to something else you know or oh that's totally doesn't, me doesn't define yeah. you you know so yeah that's yeah. perfect that's awesome. awesome yeah um so i'm gonna throw out mine just because uh i'm a, so in love with tiny tree um mm. I, I went to see him in grand rapids fucking love him and then the band that opened up for him is uh Arsum. Uh, A-R-C-E-M, and they're from Indiana. Um, but again, another, uh, they're not a two-piece. They're, uh, I think there's five guys in that band. Um, very cool, like um, that post-metal kind of thing going on. And then the other thing, the other band I've been listening to is one with the Riverbed. Um, Hell yeah. I saw, yes. I saw them at, at Jeff Fest in Kalamazoo, and I yeah. was like, what the fuck these guys are awesome i was they're like incredible oh my <laughs> god i it was so hard to take pictures because i was like i just felt that energy from the that band the music yeah. was fantastic and i yeah uh, i can't highly uh recommend more that, yeah. yes so good. they're uh so that good. album was one of my favorite albums from last year yeah so yeah. good yeah Again, I remember, that's, um, that's what I love about this this thing, and you know, seeing all you guys is that I get to like pick up on some new music. So very cool. It's actually yeah. the first show uh, that I saw Lucius Fox at and met Jeremy and uh, and Paul at, and everything is. Um, you guys opened up for one with Riverbed at, at Papa Pete's, I think, oh, at one time, that? and that's when I met you guys. Oh, that was like the first. Yeah, well, we yeah. we uh, yeah we. Probably, I think it was the one where Paul's kit was. It was the, so we we're we're like we're good friends with one with the Riverbed, and we, we try to play with them whenever we get the opportunity to. But uh, I think that show that Brandon is talking about was like actually the first show that Paul played. Um, oh yeah, because Justin was there too, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he, like, he's like the first time, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like maybe two weeks after we had started. I mean, we we'd known each other and we'd been playing in bands together, so I feel like we we like knew how to play together but it was like the first time playing those songs and i think paul's bass drum was like collapsing and, and greg yeah. the <laughs> the drummer at the time for drink their oh blood God. had to like hold the bass drum and he was just he was totally he was there he's like yeah i got it i'm oh, good hard. literally just like was holding this because yeah, I, yeah, I, I had a trooper i think it was an 18 inch kick or it might have been a 16 inch it was a small gretsch catalina kit that i had just got so i'm like i'm gonna use this it's pretty and I have a single bass pedal, so I'm just like, bop, 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 and it just kept falling and legit for I think the last 15 minutes. He's just holding, he's like, dude, this is great. I love it. He's like, yeah. Very, yeah. And I'm just like, very unbranded. Thanks, man. Awesome. <laughs> apart so with every kick. Human kick drum. <laughs> and Jeremy, I got a question for you. How yeah. long did it take you to write Red Giant? That's a oh good question. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was so going to say the song or the EP. Well, it's the so whole weird. EP. It's like, the whole EP. I'm just kind of curious. E, I want to know that time frame. The, there's, it's a, it's a saga. So it's a saga. The, the, like there's like a <laughs> pretty like a pretty like mellow section uh, about two thirds of the way through. Like it's pretty loud for the first part of it, and then it mellows out. And I wrote that guitar part before we put out 
quaternary panorama because i remember we were done recording it and we were getting ready to have our album release show and i'm like man i just want to write new stuff i hate having to wait forever to do stuff so i, I wrote that section and then kind of i just had that like i wanted to do something with that and then we had that come out and then we were playing kind of a lot of shows in february or january february and then starting to in march and then everything went crazy and then we just kind of took some time to not really do stuff and then um, once we kind of like got a feel for how things were working, we started kind of jamming like when we felt comfortable doing it and just like being cautious and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we started like I started trying to write a bunch of stuff, but then we were like, I think we talked previously about just trying to knock out like a few songs like really quickly and making them more like fast and heavy. And yeah. so I think we wrote probably Claw of Archimedes first, and then Basilosaurus, and then. I remember going back to that like mellow riff that I'd written earlier in the year and uh, writing like a more intense part at the beginning. And then uh, I remember we were jamming on that ending part um, because it was just like build that we were trying to sound kind of like explosions in the sky. Oh, fuck Um, yeah. But then there was like, I had this dumb, this big dumb riff that was going to be at the end. And Paul was like, (laughs) why are we doing that this sounds really cool ending this way i said it way nicer <laughs> yeah yeah it was Paul, but i was just dick. like i was just like i feel like we should extend because i don't think it was quite as long as it was yeah but yeah. how i had started writing the drums was pretty much explosions in the sky like right when he yeah. played that riff that's just was clicking in my head i was like oh my gosh i need to do this for two then build it up to two, then ramp it up to two more, then ramp it up. And I was like, maybe could we finish on this instead of playing that last one? Let's just try it out. And I think we jammed on it a few times. And then he was just like, it was, yeah. yeah absolutely the right call. It would have ruined the song. If that, if that riff had been in there, the song would have been absolute trash. And Man, Paul's that. in the band for a reason. Absolutely. <laughs> I yeah I, I otherwise it'd be Jeremy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, so that, that's, that's Lucius sol- Fox that's, acoustic. Is yeah. Jeremy Fox? <laughs> it's just the solo. <laughs> no, that's just Portager. <laughs> God, Jeremy coming in with the caveman riffs. <laughs> yeah, I I listened to I listened to like I made a demo recording that had that part in it, and I, I stumbled across that kind of recently, and I'd forgotten about that part, and I was just like dude, what the hell was I thinking? That's (laughs) such a dumb idea. Jeremy, I don't know how you like write all those riffs and then like rip them on the acoustic guitar and you just throw them on Instagram. I'm like, how do you, what? It's like, it's necessity. Like, I I don't know. It's it's also hard. I love all of it. I please always put shit on Instagram. It means a lot to me. I like (laughs) seeing you shit. Both you guys are amazing. Yeah, I I agree with, uh, I agree with uh, Kyle and stuff. I've seen what, you guys can do in the studio and shit. I'm just like, how in the hell is he doing that on an acoustic? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that that brings up a good question because I was wondering, like, how, how do you how do you remember all that shit when you're playing it live? Because I'm like, I'm lost. It's hard. <laughs> I was say it's, it's difficult. Hard. It's a lot yeah. of writing it down, scribbling it down, and then <laughs> practicing, and then reading it over and over, and <laughs> trying so, to listen oh, back to your crappy recordings yeah <laughs> go ahead i was just gonna say like looking at like the the like sheets that paul writes out 
to follow along. Like, and I mean, man, it's it's good that we like we get along really well, and I think we have similar mindsets just about how we approach music and just in life in general. Yeah. Um, but we're able to communicate pretty well with. I mean, I think if people were listening, they'd just be like, "What the hell are these two guys talking?" About? <laughs> like, 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 oh, oh you, know, you know the riff with the dumb, the the the, the dumb part, right? right? The one that goes chicka chicka chicka. <laughs> oh yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah. We should do it twice. Okay. <laughs> then come back and then (laughs) yeah that's interesting that you do the like kind of the counting of uh measures like so you're gonna do this um riff you know three times this one five times because back when i was doing that back back when i was playing that's what that's exactly what we did like do this thing three times do this thing two times then go back to the other (laughs) thing do it one time then go back and do something else oh god (laughs) i was gonna say there are a few riffs where it's just like uh we're gonna do it but not quite one time it's like almost <laughs> half let's just jam on it and then we'll kind of know so then it's, i just leave it as like a little less than one i think when it when it comes time for recording then it gets really hard though because it's like yeah. oh so we're, we're really doing this like I remember the three <laughs> like three sevenths of a time like like this riff isn't even happening like or this this measure isn't literally brendan is signature. just like okay so how long for this one Oh, I'm not man. quite sure. Let's just play it and you try and figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, awesome. I would really, I'd really love to like sit in, in a practice session with you guys and just like an audio sample of you guys going, yeah, one and two, and then that riff twice and just sample that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. I'll, I'll, I'll release a, a band camp Friday. That's oh, there just, you go. Like, Please do. Just, us, yeah, just yeah. us talking. Just you guys talking. <laughs> That would be awesome. That I wrote too. (laughs) I just had a quick thought, like on the uh, measures and stuff, like um, because I interviewed, I I don't know if I actually interviewed Maggie from, I guess it's now Fake Baseball instead of Team Two, but I was just like, they're very like movement based, and you guys are just like movement based, but like down to the molecular level. It's like, all right, riff one, riff two, and let's do three sevenths of a time here, and you know, go on. (laughs) So this is funny. It is so funny, like hearing how you guys write music because it's very similar to how Anvil Crawler writes music. I believe it, yeah. Uh, and the fact that I like that the you know you always have the drummer where he has his like sections, like this is this part, but he has his own terminology for everything, and you're just like, man, I would never have thought of it that way. But yeah, I guess that is that part. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so we had a couple of more fa- fans. Um, they're, they're, I think they're from some band, but I can't remember their name. Um, drink their something. Um, we, we got Ben and, and Jeff from Drink Their Blood. Jeff, yep. Yep, yep. Awesome. Hey, it's a balloon. Uh, got a balloon. Jeff. Yeah. Is that from your birthday party? Yep. <laughs> yes. Hey, Lucas Fox, since you guys are talking about like riffs and stuff when I joined in, do you guys like find that you have like goofy nicknames for different riffs? Like, for example, we'll be like, uh, do that Fear Factory riff and then we'll come (laughs) and then do the punk drum. Like, you guys have the caveman. Like, (laughs) sorry, legit, right when you were saying that, we just kind of looked at each other like, yeah, (laughs) we're not going to discuss all the names of them, but there are some (laughs) really, really things so the the album that we're we're working on right now like every single song had a dumb like they so it was uh 
it started with one of them I, I think it was just the voice memo that i recorded i was just i called it the new boy and then just every song like b b o i though and then every single song just became a boy so there was uh <laughs> The first boy part one, the last boy part two, um, the dumb boy, the uh, big big ass bird boy, uh, oh big God. boy part one, big boy part two, big boy part three, big boy part four, um, the the new boy, uh, the drum boy, and then the first boy part two, the last, last boy, boy part one. So if I, if I understand that you take your Rolodex full of riffs and make it somehow more complicated by calling everything boy, then is how you get. <laughs> we, we we chose to go that route with this the, with this album. I think the concept was uh, being really weird. <laughs> now it's really difficult getting the actual names of the songs. Yeah, we we still pretty down, much because I'm always just like, what what is it? Oh, the You're big boy, yeah. This is, and that was the dumb one, yeah. Cool. And we we did a we did a live set uh, back in the spring of 2021 before we really had names for the songs. So they're like listed on the in this live set as the big boy part two, <laughs> the, the dumb boy, <laughs> even though they have actual names now. <laughs> but, oh, that's awesome. God. Speaking and of camp uh, exclusive is just boy one through boy three and a half. <laughs> yes. God. Yeah, just like awesome. surprise everyone with like the next album you put out. Just like pull a phantom us and do like thirty six tracks on the back and be like they're just everything's a something boy, but it's really like one flowing track for like twenty minutes or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> People be like, you guys are crazy Mars Volta. Yeah, it's a it's a concept album. <laughs> awesome, very lofty. Does anybody else have uh, questions for Jeremy or Paul? A question, I guess, mainly for Jeremy. Uh, I find it interesting. He, he posts a lot of stuff about teaching, and I think that's very cool. He looks like a very charismatic teacher, but this is kind of a two-part question. Um, I see once in a while you post where you take your guitar to school and you know play a little bit. Have you done the other thing where you've tried to either do science experiments during your shows where you blow things up, corrode things? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I, that that's I think that's idea. a fantastic idea. Oh, that's such a good idea. I, I kind of think like I mean every show is kind of a science experiment though because <laughs> we're, we're really more. obnoxious and it's like are are, are these people going to leave or going to throw stuff at us? How do you? Um, but that's a really good idea. Like I've, or sorry. Yeah. Go how do your students react to you playing guitar? Do they? like it or they say that's cool old man sit down that was good in the 90s <laughs> it's it's uh, i mean it, it's it's a mix of those things i mean I, i've been teaching for a little bit now and i feel like when i was a little bit younger it was cool i so i used to teach middle school and now i teach high school so i feel like the, the middle schoolers were more easily impressed like they're like what you're in a band that's so cool <laughs> and it was it was really great for my ego and that, that was cool um but now uh now i teach high school and and some of like i think a lot of them think it's kind of cool, but they're they're not as forthcoming about those kind of things. But some some kids that play music, like we'll we'll kind of connect on that and talk about music yeah. and talk about guitar and give each other music recommendations and it, stuff. I, I think it's less impressive in high school because all those students are thinking, "Oh, what are you gonna do with all those drink tickets, Mister Crook?" You know, I mean, like <laughs> middle school doesn't know how the game works yet. I'm gonna burn them. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing them right in the trash where they belong. I don't drink. God. I'm so Burning the drink tickets. Lucius Fox song part two. Yeah. 
I'm going off of uh, going off of John's earlier comment of like you know the science experiments during the show. If you do implement that, I want to be like I want them to be like Ramstein level of pyrotechnics going on. <laughs> I don't know if we can afford to pay for burning down a venue. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you we'll could just to... get uh, Morgan Freeman holograms, and then you know it'll be good. <laughs> you know, on maybe a more practical, safe level, we could always take like a floor tom and make a dummy floor tom and turn that into like uh, one of those classic baking soda vinegar volcanoes. Oh, there you That's go. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might have an extra floor tom in my basement. So, <laughs> like, if there would have been Mentos and Diet Coke when I was like in middle school, there would have been all kinds of trouble. So you could just load that up. Oh. The whole floor is just sticky yeah, every just, night. Yeah, I'm imagining like. Would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you. We're gonna say that you oh. said it. <laughs> Wait, this isn't recorded. No it, has to, no, it has to happen. It has to happen. Yeah, yeah. I know nothing. awesome so uh, one question i'd like to ask um is again it's around that music thing but more about the origin story for you guys so what was the very first album or tape or cd or um you know mp3 that you bought with your own money let's go first paul or jeremy what um it could have been gifted to you as well so um well, I'm going to skip most of middle school because <laughs> I not that like I still like hip hop, but like legit. I <laughs> yeah, I listen to like mostly hip hop and stuff. G-Unit. They were big. G-Unit, Snoop Dogg, Nappy Roots, Outkast. Nice. Like I still listen to pretty much all of them. But like I remember hearing Favor House Atlantic by Coheed and Cambria yeah. and float on by Modest oh, Mouse yeah. like in the same day like I was watching MTV or something when they actually used to play music still right and like I saw the music videos and I was like whoa this is not what I listened to but I really dig this and I think it was a couple days after my mom and I went to Best Buy and I bought both those albums cool and then that was kind of it I was like all right these guys are awesome. I went back and bought most of Modest Mouse, uh, their discography pretty much. And they're still like a top 10 band for me, but like they were top three, like coming up late middle school and most of high school. So yeah. And then after that, I mean, it just opened to everything I would just start listening to, but Modest Mouse and Coheed and Cambria were probably the first two. Very cool. That's awesome. Good bands. Good bands. Yeah. I Jeremy, think it, it sounds like Paul too. I mean, you can, oh, yeah. you can, you can like kind of like, you know, um, like pass the off. Modest Mouse thing. Yeah. Background. yeah. I mean, yeah. Into Coheed and, but I mean, Paul even has like amazing beats. Like it's not necessarily what would be pigeonholed into metal. Like yeah. it's someone that like always, always, always is I'm gravitated towards the drummers of any band. Um, he has so many different styles and I think that very cohesively makes it work, you know, like I'm not yeah. surprised to hear that he cut his teeth on hip hop into modest mouse and then coheed and then darker pastures after that, you know, that actually makes yeah. a lot of sense when you break it down like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Ben. Uh, Paul, whenever I listen to your, to your, you bring up a good point. Whenever I listen to your beats and stuff and Lucius and everything, it's like you're a vers- very versatile drummer and you have a lot of different Influences and you can you can hear that, so 
I'll even add on to that too. And just say the one time I jammed with Paul, it was absolutely, that was so fun. <laughs> I want to do it again. Was <laughs> that was so, I, dude, I was literally in KZU yesterday, but I, I was like, I, I got stuff to do. So next time I'll get out there, I will let you know. We'll jam again. But for sure, yeah, like just you're just everywhere, man. <laughs> I want to hear some like Dilla beats and Lucius, though, somehow, but also like fast. I don't know how that's going to work, but you'll we, figure it out, I'm sure. So we, we had band practice tonight. And then after we finished practicing our set that we're going to play in a couple of days, we we were just jamming on the beat from uh uh, Big Papa by the Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> oh, we're, yeah. we're trying, we're trying to get that worked out so we can we can pull that out at some point. Awesome. But we so we sad. I don't know. We I mean the stuff that we play is pretty pretty heavy and and weird. But we, we'll just like jam and do like all sorts of stuff. And yeah, I've, I don't know. I've I know I've talked to him a lot. Like he definitely listens to heavier stuff than I do. I mean, I'll jump into some of it, but some of the screaming and this and that like i'll get into some of it others i'm just like i like the music but that kind of ruins it for me but yeah like when he comes up with weird riffs and then i'm like yeah i could do like another blast beat but how about <laughs> this like weird dance beat and then i'll do like halftime yeah. and he's like that fits that sounds good i'm like all right <laughs> i feel like yeah. you guys just like slightly lifted the curtain on on a potential behind the music like oh you guys are like, hey, we're gonna look for a vocalist, right? And Jeremy's like, yeah, let's get like someone that does black metal witch screams. And Paul's like, no, I don't like that. No, like, no. no vocalist, man. No vocalist. I, I didn't say I don't like all of it. I'm just, I'm picky. Yeah. Hey, don't worry. If you throw a rap already, over, I already sent out a message to metalinjection.com that says Lucas Fox hates metal. No. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Actually, that might be the publicity that we need. That's right. Yeah. They give us going to be firm, all over the place tomorrow. Yeah. A firm metal finger to all screaming. Fuck off. You know what? I'll let pick up an old Mastodon uh, picture of Jeremy and that show and be like, he actually does like metal though. Make a big scandal. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like when Brent, it's like when Brent Hines came out a few years ago. He's like, Yeah, I actually like hate metal. It sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, what a fucker. Oh Lord. But man, Dude. Jeremy, I feel you though, for both of you guys, like doing instrumental shit. It's hard to try to find a nice vocalist that like compliments it. It is when you're already set up to be an instrumental band. And then when you're trying to throw like somebody singing over top of it, yeah. it almost seems like everybody just doesn't like fit what you quite want. I don't know. It's yeah. tough. It's hard. Well, it's definitely, it's a challenge. Like, it, I mean, so I, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's something that we'll do sometime in the future as, I, as, I a, new, say, as a new challenge I... to, to do something at some point yeah. in the future. Maybe like Keith, with friends Green again. And can a Lucius oh, Fox song actually have vocals on it? I know. Like, that's like, the real question. All that crazy ass shit. So, <laughs> I, so I would say that it can happen because if you listen to Yes, um, John <laughs> I Anderson. I love Yes. Yeah, he finds a way. Yes, sure. In the, mix, in the mix of all that music to, mm -hmm. to insert some lyrics and do it well. So it can be done. But not constantly. No, no, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, even, even, even not he has to either sit, of us. Yeah, he has to sit back sometimes and just let you know. Um, let it, the music Steve ride or whatever go. Right. 
I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Coletta, but they actually, so they were kind of more in the post-hardcore kind of field, and then they switched over stylistically, went more hip-hop route, and then they threw in some vocals. So <laughs> I'm not saying you do that, but like... That, <laughs> it's doable. <laughs> it's doable. I mean, like, it's, you just might have to switch some things around a little bit. Throw a Dillabeat in for no reason. And, <laughs> or uh, or Frank NWA. Zappa or something. Right. I don't know. <laughs> or NWA with like black metal vocals. <laughs> right. That would actually be pretty. Yeah, that would be cool, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you guys finally break your silence, you should like get like a choir and get like as many crazy voices as you can and call your album Sings. Be like, Lucius Fox Sings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Get this is gonna be Lucius Box on ice. Going on, right? Yeah, Lucius Box on ice. <laughs> I can't skate. <laughs> this is just tenacious D pick a Yeah. Hey, get uh, get Lucius Fox to sing on Anvil Crawler and vice versa. Oh, no, oh there we go. Hey, let's, let's go. go. You guys are split. Like you guys take two. Or, yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that would be the most ridiculous split. Hey, these two instruments, man. <laughs> But with lyrics, they're doing a split <laughs> together. Oh, shit. We would have to like fully record the songs, and we have to have one day of studio time where we go in completely blind, and yes. every band member has to sing on the other band's song. Yeah. Only you one take right lyrics that day. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the move. That's the move. I have to say, so like before Anvil Crawler, it was um, a band with ed and nick and they had another bass player it's called croatone oh but those guys fucking ripped and that's why i wanted to join them because i'm like you guys did that and that means a lot to me and i want to be a part of that band mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they had one song it was all instrumental but they had one track on their ep it was called hey blondie and towards the end like right before it got super heavy the only vocals on that track you have nick on drums and he just yells out hey blonde and they just like go into it. <laughs> that was literally the only vocals those guys have ever done <laughs> that's awesome though that's great yeah uh oh sorry go ahead man no i was just thinking um jeremy we talk about uh is it and so i watch you from afar right yeah or is it they got those like freaking chants going like yeah, half yeah. the time in their songs. Yeah. Just something like that. Yeah. And absolutely. somehow make it melodic. So that means you have to be like less crazy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I mean, they, they make it work. It, it almost acts like another instrument, but it's it's their vocals. Yeah. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, Krongbin kind of does that sort of thing too. I yeah. Mean, they're like a, a primarily instrumental band, but they'll they'll do like they throw bits some of like jazz too, and I think yeah, like a little bit, but yeah, that's that'd be cool. We there was this one time that Paul and I like or I don't know never mind I'm not gonna tell that story. You gotta know. We yeah. we were we we recorded it but the video never came up. But we we recorded like an acoustic cover of uh, Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh wow! We also had another version of it that we were jamming on before that was it was like a heavy version of that where <laughs> there's there's like. If you're familiar with that song or not, uh, there's this like horn part that's the main theme in it. So I was playing like a shreddy version of that on the guitar and then just kind of keeping like an, a loud but normal kind of like heavier punk sound to the, the actual song. But then we were ending with just like a shreddy heavy version of that. But like, <laughs> I don't know, like that kind of stuff sounds like fun. And I mean, we, we both, we, 
we listen to all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's we've like talked about doing a show where we just learn a bunch of covers and make it work in the two piece setting and take turns with vocals and stuff. Yeah, that would be super fun. I would show up to that. That'd be that sounds I great. No, that would be pretty sick. Well, you that's know, three people. Ryan Adams. Did you see that Ryan Adams? He was on the same uh, record label as um, Taylor Swift. And so he took her songs. He was like, man, you got something going. I like your lyrics. I like what you got going on, but I'm going to do it better. <laughs> and so he literally took all of her songs and he has like his full thing is like just song for song. Every track that's on a record of like that 1975 or whatever it was. Really? But huh. stole it. There you go. There you guys go. Cover songs. <laughs> There you go. Good idea. Lucius Fox does Madonna. Boom. (laughs) People might get the wrong idea. (laughs) Oh, what's this video? (laughs) No, that's a a clickbait thing right there. Exactly. You throw a clickbait on it. You reel them in with Lucius Fox doesn't like metal, but they do Madonna. What the hell? (laughs) I smell an article here. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> so Jeremy, we didn't get your uh, first album. What was that? First oh, uh, music um, purchase. So I had one of the when I was probably four or five. I had one of those Fisher Price boomboxes. <laughs> Is anybody familiar with the Fisher Price? It's <laughs> yeah. like like white, uh, green play button. Uh, I had Blues Travelers Four. It has Hook on it, which is an absolute banger. Yeah. And then uh, Run Around, which is another absolute banger. And I used to just like roll around with my Fisher Price uh, boombox and just jam out to that. <laughs> uh, but then I remember, I think probably when I was in third grade, uh, third or fourth grade, uh, Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers came out. And that was like a appetite. Like, life trajectory altering album. Um nice. So like I, I was really into that at that age, and then I they were one of my favorite bands for a really long time, and I, I still really like them a lot, even though my my tastes have changed a bit. Did you hear the so, new single? Yeah, that John Frusciante solo is fantastic. <laughs> He's back. He's back. I, the, the like piratey vocals or whatever are kind of weird though. But <laughs> I know. I, I guess I don't really listen to them for Anthony Kiedis. It's more for right. John Frusciante <laughs> and Flea. I mean, I love him, but did anybody like? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're really listening to him for his vocals or his lyrics, really. Right? Yeah, no, not not a not the, the depth that I would. He'll clearly never be on this because he's yeah. like, fuck, fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> oh, my um, God. <laughs> oh Lord! But uh, yeah, then that pretty much. Then I, when I got a little bit older, I think when I was in middle school, I kind of went through the being really into classic rock phase. And then from that, I started getting more into hip hop and then metal, like kind of at the same time. Um, so Kanye West's second album, uh, Late Registration, that was really big when I was, I think, ninth grade. That was really big for me. And I think really big into like pulling me towards more towards heavy music. And then yeah. 10th grade Blood Mountain by Mastodon came out. And that was like, like floodgates. Right. And that, that really pulled me into heavy music. And then I think Colors by Between the Buried and Me shortly after that. And I think oh, those yeah. were like the two big ones that really like yeah. skewed me more towards heavy music. And then that's just been like, I 
it's weird. I feel like my taste has been getting more and more heavy and like scary as I've gotten older, which I, I maybe it's a normal thing, but it's just like I'll listen to stuff now sometimes and I'm like, wow. Yeah. This is really, really, really abrasive and terrifying sounding. Like, why am I doing it? Like, but, but I like it. But, uh, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that, because I, I do think some people end on those trajectories. I think there's some folks that, um, whatever they listen to in high school, that's what they still listen to. They don't, they don't deviate. And there's folks like probably everybody on, on fans of bands right now is they've, they've had some experience with some music and it led to explorations and they've gone off into all these different trajectories. And it's yeah. like, and it's a, it's a tree. It could be like, I really love, you know, uh, Marcus King, but I'm really into, you know, um, Slayer and Mastodon and, you know, tiny tree and one with the riverbed. So yeah, I think that Jeremy, I think it's a totally, um, normal, uh, progress that you're making. So keep with it. I will. <laughs> Thank you. Back to Jeremy's point. I think that can even fluctuate to like the progression of heaviness. We could call it like, I've found myself even like monthly, like fleeting back and forth. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm just like, no, I want to listen to Bony Bear now and cry in a little yeah. candle. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah. And yeah. then, or even the next day, I'm just like, "All right, let's let's put on some secret band and just listen to John Mess scream his face off." Yeah. So it it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Going off going going off you, Kyle. Like so, yeah, some days I'm like, okay, you know, I could could go for some you know nice nice relaxing British rap hip hop. Yeah. Lo, you know, lo-fi hip hop. And the next day, I'm like, okay, uh, arch goat. You know, I don't know. Gojira, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I think that's another thing. You know, an aspect. I think that um, kind of getting on the soapbox of like heavy music or just music in general. Like people that are really into music um, tend to have like a really wide open palette, and that palette changes day to day, right? you find something and you're totally receptive to something else. Like that was the cool thing when we were talking earlier, it's like, everybody was like, Oh yeah, I'd like to listen to that. Or what was that band's name? You know? So that's, I think that's cool. So anyway, that was my little spiel. Diverse tastes. I I think Robbie had something. No, I, all I'm saying is I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get up early in the morning, but I love you guys (laughs) so much. We're going to play together. We're going to make a split together. That's going to happen. Oh, it's going to be great. Wait, can you, can you shed any light on the Anvil Crawler album? Can you tell yeah. us anything? What's going on? Is there any no. info you can share? So I'll tell you it's one like, no. funny bit about that, only because I had a part in it, and I think it's super hilarious. <laughs> so um, we are an instrumental band. Like, how do you name shit when you're an instrumental band? It's difficult sometimes. <laughs> but anyways, um, so when I was with, uh, my ex-wife, her dad came to visit and he always collected like random shit. He'd always go to like thrift stores. He was just a hoarder. And he came to visit. He was from Tennessee and he was just like, hey, you like movies, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like films. You know, that'd be pretty cool if you want to bring me some stuff. And so he brought me this box. It was this cardboard box. It was all duct taped up and wrapped in a garbage bag. <laughs> oh, no. And I opened it up and it was all eight millimeter adult films like <laughs> pornography and i'm just like oh hey great i don't know what the fuck to do with this but thanks like 
Thank you. Thanks thanks for the But on one of the films, it was a bunch of like, you know, uh, hair metal rock stars. They got like the leopard print pants and everything, and they're just getting their dick sucked on the cover. And I'm just like, (laughs) and I'm seeing the side of it. And on the side, it says, now in hot electrifying color. And I was like, dude, that sounds sick as fuck. So I pitched that to the guys. I was like, can we please name our album this? And so now the the album name for the next Anvil Crawler is Hot Electrifying Color. Oh, yes. awesome. awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. That is can't fantastic. Wait. Yeah. Props to you for using your imagination and picking up picking that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Thinking, yep, that's it. Awesome. But uh, once it comes out, I will definitely let you guys know. And that is going to be a banger. I'm very excited for it. It is something that we're all very proud of because we've all contributed. And I don't know. Cool. I'm excited. Hopefully wow. we can play together again soon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> yeah. That'll be yeah, awesome. we will. So, so Robbie, don't, don't leave quite yet because um, I, I actually have to wrap up too. And I have one last question for everybody. Um, it's the controversial question from fans with bands. If you listen to the show, you know it. If you haven't, you, you don't. And it's, do you like pineapple or no pan pineapple on pizza? Jeremy. Pineapple. I love pineapple on pizza. And if you don't like pineapple on pizza, meet me in the parking lot. after the <laughs> Uh, Paul, how about you? Um, I agree, but it's got to go with certain toppings. Uh, you can't okay. just throw pineapple on any old pizza. Willy right. nilly. It's it's right. got to be the key factor, and then you have to build around it. All right. So, what is a what would be a like a foundational type of item to put with the pineapple? I mean, the Hawaiian. Everyone's like, oh, or pineapple. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or pineapple. I would, uh, <laughs> I would just go. Pineapple. I agree. Maybe like some jalapenos. Yeah, that's right. You got to get the sweet and the spice. Yeah. Okay. Maybe some bacon or chicken on that. Feta cheese. Oh, yeah. Tangy. Mm -hmm. Oh, feta. That's a good good one. Uh, So, Robbie. Yeah, definitely feta. Robbie, you're into pineapple, right? Pineapple, but you got to have some spice, like sweet and spice. So, I have to have jalapeno with the pineapple. Nice. I like the hot and spicy, like with the sweet. Yeah. That's a good combo. Good combo. That is a good combo. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, how about you? Well, sorry to disappoint you, Jeremy, but uh, I, I'm have to say no. I I, I nope. can't do the pineapple on pizza. All right, we're kicking your ass, ass at the next show. <laughs> meet, meet me in Lansing, Brendan. It's halfway. <laughs> I'll see you in we'll an do, hour. We'll do. Meet at the Capitol. <laughs> Robbie, the Capitol. Meet at Robbie's house. I know. Meet at my house. I got right, the. Yeah. I got the house. There you go. <laughs> awesome, uh, Kyle. How about you, man? pineapple of course all right I mean, not even like saying that just to, you know <laughs> not get canned here but um no it's really good i mean i i agree though you probably need some additional toppings with it spicy or not kind of like robbie said yeah so. cool my, my allies are thinning i'm i'm, al- I'm fighting jeremy alone i'll well just top off <laughs> yeah. the call well, don't, well, don't, <laughs> don't worry brandon um I can't do pineapple on pizza that that shit just okay. can't be on there so i will fight <laughs> we'll we'll do a tag team um, and you with, with the recording is going to be deleted Chuck, immediately after. please meet at my house in my front Chuck, yard i want to have this throwdown go on let's go 
<laughs> Somebody bring a so, trident. I guess you get extra powers because you're the host. So, well, that's I right. Mean, and I have the, yeah. I guess I have the like wizard beard. Out. The wizard Great. beard helps me. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Jeff, how about you, man? I think I know, but I can't remember. Well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, can you guys hear me? All yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, pretty much every time I work at Papa's, I get the. Uh, uh, pineapple, feta, and oh. uh, euro meat. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, and oh man, just it's awesome. Now that could that could sway <laughs> me because you put the euro meat in there. I'm, I'm yeah, seeing that. yeah, I'm seeing that combo. Nice. I highly recommend it. Nice. Uh, so, uh, Kate Maiden, how about you? Deep dish extra pineapple. Ooh. Nice. Extra pineapple, no other things. <laughs> just, pineapple. Just, just put a whole pineapple on that bitch. I don't even need cheese. Just, just pineapple. Pine- <laughs> garlic butter. Oh man, garlic butter. Nice. I or just it. take a pineapple and shape it like a pizza and just <laughs> pineapple face. Put some sauce on there. Yeah. Here's your crust. Pineapple Based. crust. <laughs> Sauce, cheese, there you go. Kyle took a 180 with that. He turned the pineapple into a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, uh, Hillary or Mackenzie, are you guys there? Uh, I'm going to say that they're both pineapple, perp- yeah, pineapple I think people. Yeah, pineapples for them. All right. We're doing pineapple for both of them then. Awesome. So the pineapple wins in this round. Uh, Jeremy, Paul, thank you guys so much. Everybody, thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so you much for having us. We really yeah. appreciate it. It was nice awesome. to talk to you. It was yeah, nice to it was see all you guys. Super online. fun. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Definitely. looking forward to seeing you guys live. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you're in Kalamazoo on March 18th, 2021, we're going to be playing at Bells with Drink Their Blood. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and also... 22 man yeah hey, did you say 2021 20, we're going back in time <laughs> yeah both <laughs> a time machine time travelers That's we got to test it out what better way <laughs> awesome all right well thanks again guys for being on fans with bands appreciate it thank you guys thank you have a good night all right take care thanks to jeremy paul brandon kate john robbie kyle jeff and ben for joining me in this episode of fans with bands This was a lot of fun, and I loved getting everyone's current playlist of tunes. There's so much to check out. If you haven't heard of Lucius Fox, get over to Bandcamp and dive into their latest release called Red Giant. Be sure to see Lucius Fox live at Bell's Eccentric Cafe in Kalamazoo on March 18th with Drink Their Blood. The very next day, March 19th, head over to the Avenue Cafe in Lansing to see Lucius Fox as part of the always awesome Oigs Fest. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industry, such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.